Hello and welcome to the Chatterbox podcast, the podcast where creatives go, get to talk about um, their creative journey as they navigate the business world. Uh, this is the inaugural podcast and so we felt it would be nice if at all we started by um, us introducing who we are as Sticks and Stones and uh, what we do. So this is uh, part of the team. Um, I think this is the core team. And so um, I guess I'll start the very first question with Nabster. Uh, maybe he can introduce uh, himself and tell us uh, who Sticks and Stones are and what we do. Hey, my name is Joseph Shege. But everyone calls me Nabster. It's a moniker I got a while back. Um, story for another time. We are Sticks and Stones, um, a collective of creatives, makers, doers, and dreamers. And um, I mean, we, this is our space. I mean, part of it that you're seeing. And um, what we do basically is just the adjectives of the things that have the verbs of what I've just mentioned. So we make a lot of material, for instance, this lovely, um, help me guys, is this like, uh, is this a, like yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to like define it. And then this lovely, uh, check pose, man, <laughs> this love seat, um, as well as the design and creative and, and the strategy and thinking for all of these things, uh, some of us are photographers, some of us are painters, some of us work with material and music and just a whole bunch of stuff. And um, I think this is what we're passionate about and we come together to harness this energy um, in the brand that is Sticks and Stones that now uh, delivers this as personal projects that are given out to the world. Uh, for instance, this podcast, as well as um, commissions and client jobs that we do here and there. So that's pretty much what we do on a day to day. I don't know if you guys do something else. You um, could you I, could share. I don't share. think it's it's very legal. <laughs> the other thing, that I do. Uh, but I think at, at the very same time is that um, over the years, sticks and stones has evolved um, in very many different ways. And w- once that evolution started, we felt it was important to segment it. So we have like, for example, if we're doing like uh, physical and actual production of items that falls under our plantation brand. Uh, whenever we're doing anything that involves a lot of maybe digital or identity creation or strategy that falls under our noodles brand. Uh, things like this particular podcast here, uh, when we do our stand-up comedy gigs, when we put on our live music shows and podcasts and DJing, uh, that comes under Tantrum uh, as an umbrella. Uh, and uh, we've not done a lot uh, on this particular other segment. Uh, it's called uh, Native Tongue, which is basically our urban fashion brand for a while. But that's because I think it's 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 going through a, a period of evolution and flux. And also, it's very important that um, things get done when they should be done. Like timing is also very important, I guess. So I I don't know if anyone wants to add anything to that. Thank you. Very conclusive. Um, so I think the next question that then comes about is uh, what our origin story is, how we started this whole thing. I think ab- about uh, almost nine years, ten years, yeah, ten, ten years uh, this year. Uh, I don't think we celebrate that type of thing. We celebrate work more than anything else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ten years ago, uh, Nabst and I uh, basically met uh digitally not on tinder we just met on um 
we met on Facebook. We were part of a group for an event. I don't know if we're allowed to say which event, but then uh, there was an event that was very popular in the day, and we uh, were trying to get tickets to the event on the page. But then by the time they released Ticket Info, the ticket pricing turned out to be astronomical. And so him and I were like, we can actually do this event in my backyard. Uh, just bring decks, bring music, bring booze. And then the thread got, I think, about 450 people just saying, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. And um, the owners of the event kicked us off. And uh, then we basically, he sent me a friend request and we became friends. We started talking and comparing different things that we do and different visions and dreams. And we felt, um, I think, very much like the yin and yang. It was very complimentary. And so a few years after that, um, I quit my job. I drove to his university and I pulled him out of class and I said, I'm starting a business. I don't know what it is, but I want to start it with you. Uh, we won't make money for some time, but you can leave university as an employer and not an employee. And he said, yeah, let's do it. Um, and I guess that's how we started. It was not easy. I think maybe that's a talk for another time, but th there were quite a number of challenges within that. But ideally, that's our origin story. A lot of it was ideally just ideas. It was just dreams and ideas. The very first client we went to pitch was actually the event organizers for the uh, gig that kicked us off the group. Uh, and we didn't have anything. We just went with a piece of paper and we were there explaining grand ideas and the strategy and what we would do and how we would do it. And, and I think it was very kind of them because they just went ahead and said, yeah, let's let's do it. I think I'd, I'd say at, at this point in time, I don't know if we can connect the dots, but I want to say thank you very much to people like Mikhail Kuzi, uh, Drazen, uh, Bani. I think those guys, uh, DJK, Ohms, those guys, if, if, they were, if they didn't believe in us at that particular time, we wouldn't be here. Yeah, and oh yeah, and then and then w slowly by slowly we started pulling people in. We started like we, we didn't really know you were collective, did we? Yeah, I I think I think I think you don't even realize. I think it's not us or uh, the individuality of ourselves that pulls people to the collective. I think it's the output of the collective sometimes because the output is. Um, I mean, you could be going through a tough day and the output is something amazing, like regardless. So I think once people like were in the, the, the rave scene a lot at the time and, you know, what one like the cool guys, uh, you know, in the front and, and getting all the tickets, we were like, yeah, we were selling, we were selling at these events. And just there's something I, I read the other day about how great it is to see someone someone light up when they do something they're passionate about and i think that's what a lot of people saw in us and slowly by slowly that passion uh became like a seed that you know went with all these people and somehow we all uh, came together as uh i don't know Nyach, if you want to share uh how we met eh? yeah i think we met at what gig was it it was a 6 a.m gig i think yeah well, well um, thank you so much yeah, for... for, for, for <laughs> 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 yeah. This man has no secret. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah go ahead then. Now, well, now. I guess we met at a, at a, at a gig. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's too late. Gig. I can't remember which gig it was. I think it was a Black Coffee gig or something. 
No, I think and I, th- I came to your counter asking for oh. merchandise. Yes. Yeah. And then I ended up selling merchandise <laughs> yeah, instead. Yeah, yeah. 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 Slave labor. No. Yeah, I'm selling merchandise, and the guys who are supposed to be selling were up on the dance floor dancing. <laughs> You're welcome, bro. <laughs> like that's how we roll. But it was one heck of a gig. Yeah, and and you. also yeah. you were part of um I think the first group we tried to collaborate with, which was Neon Republic. Neon Republic, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so w- I think once we realized you are not stealing money off the counter, we were like, okay, fine, maybe we can work with this guy. Um, and so we tried to do a few things with the Neon Republic, still great friends. I think they're still, I don't know if they're still together, uh, but they still do a g- lot of great music, Jitsu. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Mzuka is also still doing his thing back in SA. Yeah. So I'm guessing everyone is doing their, their, own, own, yeah. their own kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And, and then Humphrey, uh, Wanjira. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. So I, d- I don't, like, I, I think you two had a connection first. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it was uh from Insta Meets. I think that's where, cause I think you're one of the people who inspired me. Um, like in the world of photography, in Kenya. mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you and like among other creatives, photographers, and yeah, I think uh, before we knew each other, like I used to be like, wow, that's. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then you met him and you're yeah. like oh yeah he's like, shit oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's just uh, <laughs> no but um, yeah so I think that's where we met and how I got into this awesome creative um, you guys call me for yeah. for a project yeah, yeah? yeah. Um, I think a year ago two years ago two no two years ago two years ago two years ago it's two years ago now yeah damn 2020 um yeah so that's when i met you guys and i think from there like just things just fell in place and like we we just clicked because we were always like even when i think a lot of what people don't understand is that with creative process like this even when we may not reach out to someone we're always looking at other people who are doing amazing work and that's part of what like i had not met uh wanjira like personally but then i'd seen a lot of his work i'd been inspired a lot of uh with his work the one thing i hated was that he liked wearing like dashikis and stuff so like dashikis <laughs> rock they still rock <laughs> so um yeah so we, by the time we had we had a project and we were like we really need someone who has an eye for that type of project. And we called in uh, Wanjira and he came in and he was game. And then he just never left. It's like those people come to eat food at your house and the next <laughs> thing you know, they're just eating. But <laughs> I think it's amazing having like his eye just come in and be able to give even different direction, not just in one thing, but then all, all the different things that we are able to do, whether we're working on woodwork projects, film projects, comedy projects, like everything that we're working when it's, it's amazing how everyone is interwoven into those. Um, yeah. So I guess the, the next question is basically what our journey has been so far. I think um, someone said something very important to me a, a few, a few, I think a few weeks ago and they said, um, if you meet a business person who's uh, successful and they are under 20 and they've not created something that is revolutionary that everyone knows about, they've taken a shortcut somewhere. And I think if I can talk about our creative journey or personal journeys, it's, this, it's just growth. There's, there's periods of flux whereby you dip and then you go up and then you dip and then you go up. But it, it's always 
encouraging. I don't think I'd ever be able to do what I do right now if I did not have the people around me and the other people behind the cameras and everywhere else and sticks and stones because it's it's a very lonely journey. I think a creative journey is a very lonely journey. So it's always very good when you see other people going through the same uh, struggles, I think successes, uh, leaps and bounds and growths that you're going through. That that becomes encouraging. And to have people who are this close to you and then they're able to encourage you when you're feeling low or they're able to uh, basically inspire you with what they do. I think that's what I'd say conclusively is the journey for Sticks and Stones. It's really a, a human journey more than anything else. There are faults, there are fallings, there's rising, there's success, uh, but you always push forward because I, I tend to feel that the creative collective is something that ha now has a life of its own and that means that it has to go through all the phases of, of growth and and development that anything, like if it's a child or if it's a plant, anything that basically has to go through so th that's amazing. And I guess the funniest thing is we, I, I think maybe we forgot to mention this, that we are all creatives here, but all of us actually have scientific backgrounds. Um, I don't know, someone can just, everyone can just shout out what they did and we can move on as the nerds that you are. <laughs> Engineering, electrical. I am software engineer. Uh, particle physicist. I did IT. Okay, so not a scientific matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so I think that brings something like different to the taste because we are always looking at a creative process from also a very analytical process. Uh, and that perspective allows us to explore things in a different way. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, um, I think maybe this is a question for everyone uh, seated here. What are the few things that you think or the one thing that you think you'd want you wish you'd known before you started um, the creative journey or being in a creative space or being a brand or being in an entity like this. Um, I don't know where we start. Uh, okay. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Supervisor. <laughs> yes. Uh, my name is Wanjira Gateri. Uh, most of guys out there know me as a photographer. Uh, by Nairo by the name Nairobi Foyt on Instagram. Um, Shameless plugin. <laughs> there are other handles as well, but I won't plug those ones um, just yet. Um, yeah, so I I think one thing that I can like I can think on top like from the top of my head that I wish I knew before I got into whatever I I, I do now is 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 mostly the business side. I think that uh, yeah, like I think if I, w I was to go back in time and and talk to myself my my cool younger self i would <laughs> i would i would, I would, <laughs> I, would I, I would uh definitely um advise myself to learn more about the business uh, especially since the creative industry in kenya uh is 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 all over and it's it's not well defined I th yeah, I think that's one thing I would, yeah, I would. So the question is what we would tell our younger selves? If, or if, if, you, could, if you could speak to your younger self okay. before you started the creative business or process yeah. or being in the scene. Well, if I could speak to my younger self, um, 
I guess I'd ask him to question more um, because a lot of times in the creative journey you find yourself just doing, you know, um, and when you're just doing, you never do anything sometimes that's revolutionary because it's it's what everyone else is doing if you're just doing. So I wish I told him to question more because there were projects that now I think about... Um, I mean, we're very young and we're still trying to understand what illustrator and in design were, but still, I'd still tell him question because maybe we didn't need to make actual books. Maybe we needed to like make a journal physically or something. But I guess as you grow and you realize that, um, you know, you don't have to express one thing in just one way. Um, I think if I started questioning then... Um, I think there, there are some pretty cool things we would have made that are cooler than what we have already. Not that there are no cool things. Uh, it's just, you know, sometimes you just think, what if? Um, and that's the question I'd give. Um, I guess I'm on the same page with Nabster on this. <laughs> 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 One thing I should have <laughs> told myself before I started this process is uh, learn more, I guess. Because before I came to this creative process and stuff, eh, I didn't know that much. I didn't know much about Illustrator, Photoshop. I didn't even know t too much about how music and stuff. I didn't know much about photography and stuff. But with time, um, these little things you learn always will always make you a mind expand it will always make you think differently it will always make you th see things differently and that's what i'm always grateful for um i, I think for me it's something that i i personally struggle with and i think that's patience um i think just having the patience to know that things do take time um, I guess w when we started, I think we, we thought we'd make like billions within like three months or something. And so patience is, is something that I am I'm learning. It's, it's a personal journey. It's something that I, I go through. It's not just patience in terms of business. It's patience in terms of uh, the creatives around me. It's patience in terms of the projects that I'm working on. Uh, it's patience in terms of understanding that time, things take the time that they take. So, for instance, the very first inspiration for this particular love seat was about four years ago. And we haven't had it done until early this, this year. So, it, it takes time. Things take the time that they take. And that's one thing I want. I would want my younger self to understand because sometimes we're very hard on ourselves when things are not working out. And it's really not down to you not working hard enough. It's just it takes the time that it takes. So, that's something um, I think I would want to tell my younger self. Um, so um, the, the other question that I would have is basically again or thrown to the floor is um, what challenges, I guess, do we face both internally and externally as, um, as, as a collective? And I guess we can just go through this like rather quickly so that we don't bore everyone to death. Um, on my end, I guess internally, it's always coming up with one solid idea for a particular project. 
Yeah. Usually everyone has their own wild and crazy ideas. <laughs> and everyone yeah. thinks the idea is the greatest. Yeah. So that's where most of the challenges come. <laughs> this man is snitching. Because Wanjira is always with his idea stubborn as hell. <laughs> Eric is also there stubborn as hell. <laughs> Napster is also very stubborn. So always coming up with one single solid idea is usually hard because yeah. at the end of the day you can't always brush off someone's idea. Yeah. Everyone ha- everyone's idea is always a great idea. That's yeah. one thing I know. But yeah. coming up with one effective idea, that's I think that's where most of the problems come come in. Yeah. That's that's my part. Yeah. Um I I I think for um external yeah. uh, challenges um mostly it has to do with the clients because clients um they're not they don't want to explore more they want to get fixed on a certain idea and yeah they want you to do things their way and they don't give you space to question. explore yeah. question yeah. like and and you know do, do something more that won't be seen out, outside yeah, there yeah. Uh, so so anyone. like i think what you're saying is on most occasions clients want an idea that has already been used and yeah, used yeah, it's basically yeah. like a, a, a regurgitation yeah it's just a regurgitation yeah. yeah yeah i think yeah. i feel that a lot um yeah yeah i think well i think um i think internally sometimes there's uh things that we've always wanted to start um but then as well economic economic uh, strains happen because some ideas are so grand yeah. uh, like there's a time we wanted to like have a whole laser tag oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like we we <laughs> had like we we'd had put guns in a card like we, we had, had the strategy had, uh, and then we got the final like figure to start everything and like this is like a lot this is like seven years ago yeah um i think what was it was it like 800 million It, w- it was just a lot of money no, to acquire million, a place million, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and put it up and get the licenses yeah. and ship these things in that are not firearms but yeah. look like firearms. Oh, yeah, that was... So I think like some mammoth projects, uh, I think that because in ourselves, we the, the difficulty of sustaining, like you can, you can finance it for a bit, but can you sustain it is a problem. And then the challenge is also um, partners who... Uh, they like our ideas and 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 go for them because it's 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 difficult when you say oh we'll do laser tag and this person that has the money to do it is all excited with you yeah. and then it's just going to be a story that he Tell goes on to tell his business partners and stuff look at those so it's yeah. people investing in some crazy things um like that so i said i said that's a external challenge uh, yeah I think for me the I the, the one of the biggest challenge is I guess I'd say opportunity and I think it ties in with everything that you guys are talking about in terms of in order for you to do certain things you need a financial opportunity in order for you to do certain things you need to be able to have a creative opportunity in order for you to do certain things you need to be able to have the opportunity buy in from the client so I I think part of the biggest challenge is always opportunity you, you may have a grand idea i think we've done amazing works for different yeah. clients even just pitching sometimes yeah. we we spend like 50,000 100,000 kenya shillings in terms of resources yeah. for a pitch and then 
uh, you present the pitch and they love it and yeah. it's great, but they won't back then it up. they won't yeah. back it up. Yeah. It's it's this is a great idea and send this to us. Mm. Explain how this is going to work. I, I won't mention the bank, but at one point in time we were called in for pitch after working until I think. 3 a.m. Yeah, in the morning yeah. and the next day we had uh, a pitch meeting at 7 and we had mixed up the dates in terms of the calendar because we've just flown in back in from Rwanda and by the time we were getting there we, we went in and presented the ideas and it was amazing and everyone loved it and then they came back and said okay we want you to pitch this again and we came back and pitched again and at a certain point in time I think there was an issue with either the financing because Everyone had buy-in for the idea. And then what they came back to us with was, oh, you guys have not explained this idea thoroughly. And we're like, guys, everything you need is is already there. You have everything. We have the numbers to back up what we're talking about. But the opportunity for us to be able to execute that stopped with the financial maybe burden. And sometimes I feel it's just important for people to be able to say, we don't have the money right now, or we don't think this idea will work for us right now because it's too far left field instead of making you as the creatives feel as though it is inadequate. So I think that's my challenge. Opportunity uh, is is a, a huge challenge for, and not just us, I think all, lots of creative, yeah, creatives out there. Um, yeah, and so um, I think this this must be the last questions that we ask just to wind this up uh, and everyone jump in and just do your thing is uh, what are you reading right now? Uh, what are you watching right now? And what are you listening to? Or who are you listening to right now? Um, I, I don't know where do you want to start. Shall we start yes. on the side? Yeah. We're reading. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and the last book I read, I read for 20 pages and then the owner came came for it because it took me like three <laughs> weeks. <laughs> Look at the way Louis is looking at me. Like just <laughs> <laughs> it's not our fault you're illiterate, Onyash. <laughs> So reading is a no, 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 no for me. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, when, I, when, when it comes to what I listen to, I listen to a lot of stuff. It's, it's quite broad. I can't even start telling you. What are you listening? Who, who, who was the last person you listened to? What album did you listen to last? Like at the moment, I, I was listening to an old reggae band. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually into some, into, more into reggae at the moment. So I was listening to Black Uhuru. That's what I'm listening to. Okay, but and what, yeah. what are you watching? A, a series, film, what have you just watched? I'm, usually, I'm, I'm watching a sci-fi show. It's called Expanse. It, it has some really intense storylines, so that's what I'm watching at the moment. Oh, shit. Um, that's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I think what I'm listening to right now is I'm listening to... I got some vinyl records from my friend Mumbi. Shout out, Mumbi. Um, and part of the records I got was uh, these speeches uh, by Malcolm X, and those are amazing. They used to belong to her dad, actually, so uh, I'm listening to a lot of those uh, at the moment. I think I also discovered through uh, my friend Kimberly a new artist to me. Her name is Snow Allegra, I think. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Allegra. Um, Allegra, 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 I guess. Allegra, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I listened, yeah. I, I watched her NPR Tiny Desk concert, and it was amazing. Shout out Tiny Desk. Sponsor this podcast. Um, <laughs> it's a tiny desk. There's Tiny Desk. Uh, yeah, Snow, Snow Allegra. Uh, so that's who I've, I've been listening. I was driving today, so that's, that's who I was listening to. In terms of what I'm watching, I'm watching the third season of Westworld. Um, it's not as 
it's not yet there, but it's cool. Um, also, just watch Snowpiercer. Yeah, no, that's, and that's, a, that's yeah. a great film. Yeah, yeah. And um, what am I reading? I'm reading uh, Pharrell Williams' book. Uh, Does a fish know a fish doesn't know it's wet? Um, it's it's yeah. It's uh, it's. It's 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 artsy, but it also has a lot of talking points that I find important and inspirational. Um, what I'm listening to, let me tell you, like five years ago, my friend Najib Kavalia introduced me to this band called Little Dragon, and like I became a disciple. Like yo, I even won tickets at some point. Anyway, I'm listening to their new album. Uh, it's called something new. I'm still, I'm still getting into it. So uh, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's the new Little Dragon album that recently came out. Um, I'm also listening to. Uh, let me think of the last thing. I list. I'm listening to that new Childish Gambino album. It's uh, it's really intense. It's like it it's has a lot of weird sounds. Yeah, like. and 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 it's um, I guess it's because I'm in a period in time where I've been listening to a lot of Max Cooper. And just um, listening to a lot of music that's artificially, what is it called? AI technology, like uh, a, a response, like a modal response from from uh, your synthesizer, for instance. So I guess those two albums are what I've just listened to. Um, I'm reading a book you actually just you lent to me. It's called uh, Tom Boyer. Never getting that back. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Boyer, the man Kenya wanted to forget. It's by Daniel Goldwyn, I oh, think. Oh, shit. Can I borrow that after? Do you have money? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's that? what I'm reading. <laughs> okay. Uh, and what are you watching? What I'm watching, um, I recently watched a really cool film called El Hoyo, or The Platform. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, it's, it's The Platform, yeah. It's, the it's called The Platform. Yeah. It's really, like, it's, it's an amazing breakdown of capitalism and, and what the inverse could do. Um, so those, I guess that's it. Which movie did yeah. I watch with you last time? Hey. You guys are watching hey. movies together. <laughs> hey. Binge watching. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what was it? I it can't was, remember the name. It was weird. It was like this lady who was, who was, uh, wow. Who I'll remember. Sucks for one, you. It was one. Okay. Weird. Yeah, uh, Wanjira, what are you listening to? What are you watching? What are you reading? Uh, let's see what I'm listening well, right now I'm listening to a lot of house music, Afro house to be specific. I recently got into DJing, so I'm still exploring more of that uh, side. And yeah, so last uh, the last album I listened to, uh, which was this morning, was uh, Da Capo's album. Uh, damn, what's, what's <laughs> the name of that? Album? No touch. Yeah. The 2016 one. It has found you. So these yeah. guys are actually neighbors. So <laughs> <laughs> if he's listening to Indigo an album, child. Yeah. he's Indigo listening to an child. album yeah, by that's default. That's, yeah. that's the one, man. And yeah. we we need we need him to release more music, yeah. more album. Uh, what am I reading? Well, I'm I'm. It's been a while since I I, I picked up a book, and it's See because similarities. Wait, it's <laughs> because of the house music I'm listening to. Okay. So I haven't I haven't really started a new book. The last book I read was uh Trevor Noah's uh Born a Crime. crime. <laughs> <laughs> There's a story behind that. <laughs> um it's a crime. 
Um, yeah. Uh, what 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 was the other? What what are you watching? Movie. What am I watching? I recently I got hooked up to Explained the Netflix uh, okay special. Yeah. Is it a special? I, I, it, sure. I think it's just a, a ne- Netflix yeah. series production oh, type yeah, thing. So yeah. So that's what I'm hooked up right now. Yeah, okay. Content. Host yeah. girl. Yeah, it was host girl. Host girl. Yeah, okay. It's it's very weird. <laughs> it's a very <laughs> yeah, weird <laughs> film. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. I think to wind this up, we can basically be. Um. I think just walking down, we can basically shout out the people that we feel have brought us to where we are right now in terms of this journey. Um. I guess. I think for us, one person who was a patron who basically guided us and gave us opportunities, Mikhail Kuzi of Avocado Studios. Uh, big shout out to you and Katya Kuzi. Uh, thank you so much for having taken us under your wings and given us an opportunity. Um, I think also people that we've worked with, uh, Amrat at Pixel Splash, um, Jaffa, I think uh, Samir of Skaba Creative. Uh, he's been he's been amazing for us. Um, Maz, who has taught us amazing things about yeah. sound and... Yeah. Uh, Jim, who's like shown us a whole new perspective on yeah. filming. I think Mars and Jim of the Nest. Yeah, of yeah. the Nest Collective. Um, um, I'd say as well, uh, I guess people who in some ways have supported a lot of the things that are up here. I, I think I'd want to say thank you to all of you because when one thing leaves the wall, something else, it prepares room for something else to come. So we do not take... Uh, your patronage or your support in any uh, we appreciate it a lot because it's what allows us to keep creating more things because there's space for it um, I think also uh, just other people that we've been able to partner with guys like uh, Blue Door have been amazing those guys gave us an opportunity and a platform thank you so much uh, Two Grapes uh, in Kilimani it's it's small it's nice it's boutique uh, Monique Coralie you guys are amazing thank you so much for uh, partnering with us. I think also Panier yeah, uh, of Dust Depot. Uh, Sticky is also part of the collective. Yeah. He's not here right now. I think he's the somewhere behind the sketching. Uh, this behind is the, the guy who's uh, done this amazing uh, art piece here and a few art pieces throughout the space. Uh, but Panier is his mentor, uh, Patrick Mukabi. Uh, thank you for giving other young people opportunities to be able to explore uh, arts in the way that you have. Uh, we need more uh, people in that of that nature. Um, I don't know if you want to shout anyone out. I guess. What to enjoy that? I don't think I need to shout out anyone at the moment. You're this is a selfish man. Um, uh, to big up yourself. Anjira. Man, I mean. Yeah, I think that's yeah, that's yeah. just. Yeah, thank you so much everyone for joining us. Uh, this has been the podcast that explores how creatives are navigating the business world. Uh, the name is Chatterbox. Look for us on all platforms, on iTunes, uh, on Anchor, and any other place that you find your podcast. Uh, I guess we're out. Mic drop. Peace. Mic drop. Don't drop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>